Hey listeners, my name is Elisha, the founder of the Witnesses Podcast. It's so beautiful to have you listening to our podcast. And I want you to know something that that means a whole lot to me. Thank you for tuning in. And one thing I love to tell all of our listeners is, it's not just about you listening, but listening to understand. Understanding is the most important thing. So important. So, you have to listen, learn, and practice. Thank you so very much and happy listening. Hi, Dyla. It's nice to have you on the show. How are you doing today? Yeah, I'm doing amazing. Thank you so much for having me here. I appreciate it. That's so good. Okay, so um, oftentimes I love to talk about the essence of this show, which is to invite amazing guests, amazing guests like Dyla to come talk to us about their triumphant stories. Why? Because we believe that in our audience, there might be someone who is talked up in a situation that you came out of triumphantly. So by that person listening to you speak, he or she might actually pick an information that will lead to their transformation. So within the next few minutes, Tyler, let us get started with your story, the challenges that you faced, and how you overcame them. And afterwards, I've got some beautiful questions for you. Okay, over to you, Tyler. Let's get started. Yeah, um, I'm by now, my, by now in life, I don't know what story we're talking about almost. <laughs> um, so I guess uh, we could go back to, like, young Tyler. Um, and young Tyler's story... Um, uh, grew up on welfare. Um, parents had some issues. Uh, dad wasn't around cause he was in prison and, um, that led to, you know, a lot of other things that happened in life. You know, some of them, um, that I made happen. And then some of them that happened as a result of who people knew my family was and, you know, kind of labeled a bad kid pretty quickly. Um, and, uh, then didn't see the point of school, you know? And so like, I just wanted my first full-time job was at 13 years old. I just wanted to work. You know, I wanted some of that money stuff that, you know, people had that I didn't have. And so, um, worked early on, didn't see the point in school, you know, kind of went through life as, as we do, you know, also thinking I wasn't very smart because that's kind of what I was told, you know? And, um, uh, and then I, you know, got tired of doors closing in my face because of lack of education. And I think that's what finally like allowed me to go out there and, you know, brave my first college experience. I had had like incredible luck in my jobs and was always like one of the, you know, like one of the top rated person at my employments. But, you know, that at the same time, it's like always was like no education. I'm sorry. We don't want you in these bigger companies. So I eventually braved the college thing and got in there and I was told I was stupid. So it was really hard, you know, like hurdle to come over for me. And then like I got in and I was like, you know what, this isn't as bad as hard as I thought it was going to be. And then I kind of got mad about it, about being told all these things in my childhood. And I was like, well, what's the hardest degree you possibly have here? And the answer that I could think of was biochemistry. So I switched my courses uh, to biochem degree. Um, and that was my educational path. And, you know, through that, through working a full-time job, um, full-time education at the same time, started doing a little like side hustle stuff on the side, you know, and then uh, government compliance issue was my push into my first business. And my first business is what changed my life, life even more. And then it's led to a lot of what I do now. You mentioned in the start, you know, like you like to tell stories, you know, because then other people know that they can go there too. And that's a big part of my life, you know, like opening up a little bit about my story, which 
I told you more in the last five minutes than most people would have known about me in 15 years of knowing me up until about a year or two ago. Like I've started talking about it more because for all the reasons that you're mentioning and the hope is it helps people. And I would say 90% of my life is trying to help people that are coming from bad situations and, uh, you know, like killing it, you know, like I want them to do well in business. I want them to know they have support. I want them to know that they can do anything they want to do in this world. And I want them to know that the people that come from nothing are the ones that change this world. Mm, mm, mm. I got that, Tyler. That's a very deep one. <laughs> okay, so let us dive into the questions, all right? You know, this particular one, I'm so eager to get answers from you. All right, let us talk about championing the underdog. Okay, so how can small businesses change the world? You got it? Oh, yeah. I mean, small businesses, there's the stats around them, right? You know, for one, it's like small business is part of the, the biggest part of the, uh, of the American GDP. You know, I happen to know all the stats for the U.S. because that's where I live, you know, but I could also go into the impact all over the world very easily. Um, but uh, it's a huge part of the uh, GDP. It's a, the biggest impact in GDP for, um, you know, basically a productive society. It also is the biggest employer. Um, it also, uh, small business people give 250% more to charities. And I want you to picture this. It's like when you have a small business person in your community that has some level of success and, you know, chances on they're, they'll only make in like 50 to hundred grand a year, you know, mm. like in a small business, maybe even less. And they're supporting the local soccer team. They're, you know, giving free sandwich to the homeless guy that's running by, you know, they're like employing college kids, you know, they're, they're being a mentor for other business people productive members of society. So that's one. And then the other way I think is like you bring people that come from nothing and you have to get them some resources. You can't be starving yourself to change things that you're passionate about. So one of the best ways in my opinion to get resources is to open a small business. So you open a small business. Now you've got resources. You grew up in the foster care system or dad was in prison or, you know, like some horribleness. And guess what? Now you have resources and you have a heart for that still and you want to change those things, you know? And so so that's how I think small business changes the world. That's why I'm impassioned about getting more unlikely entrepreneurs into business because what people don't realize, the hard part is the work. I'm tired of the red tape, you know, being the hard, oh, I don't know how to file for an LLC. I don't know what type of insurance to get. I don't know what registration to get for my business. Like I'm tired of that being the hurdle because we make that too complex, right? I don't want that to be a barrier of entry anymore. So we do it for free here. You can walk in here anytime you want, we'll help you file your LLC. And instead of paying 500 to $1,000 online, guess what, it's $40 and that goes to the city, not us. We even give you the stamp to send it in. You know, and so it's like one hurdle we're taking out of the way. If you're struggling in your accounting systems, your marketing systems, your operations, you can come in here Myself or my business partners will help you physically with your business. You can come into the desk that we have here. There's two desks. You can come in anytime. You can get help with absolutely anything you want. It'll save you thousands and thousands of dollars in subbing out work that then is not going to be good work. And so now I'm going off on a tangent. I apologize, but that's how small business saves the world in my opinion. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, my goodness, Tyler. You're doing such a great job, I tell you. Nah. You know, oh, thank you. Yeah, that's you making an impact on this planet. I tell you, beautiful. Okay, so let us proceed. So, um, your content for good 
initiative. How do you believe that content can be a catalyst for tangible positive change in the society? You got it? Wonderful question. Yeah. I mean, there's so many ways, actually. It's like, um, can you imagine if we could start using content in a better, a different way? You know, it's like, for number one, people in small business, right? Like, the founder of Walmart wrote a book about his experiences. And in, he, in it, he's like, well, this is how you compete with Walmart. He directly tells the small business person how they can compete with Walmart. And he says that's personalization. There is no better way to personalize your business than you and me, what we're using right now. That camera, social media, it's the biggest tool small business people have, but we're all afraid of it, right? We have to overcome our fear because we make the right video tomorrow. There's more power in that right video than a Super Bowl commercial that you paid $10 million for. All it is is sitting down to make the right video. And at the same time, you know, content is the thing. I mean, in the US, I think 60% of kids want to be influencers now. Think of who they're looking at as heroes these days. And if we have an influencer that's not so great of an influencer that says, look at my car, look at my life, look at how happy I am, look at how I womenize, look at like, what is money doing for me? It's like, we're looking up to these people. We have the wrong type of heroes, right? It's like, and I came to this analogy a little bit through, there's a great documentary on Mexico and how the uh, young Mexican kids, they look up to the gangbangers. So, we are a result as a population of who our heroes are. So we want people to look at different types of heroes. We want people to use content for good. We want people to tell stories from the average citizen about how fulfilling their life is, like just being a family person and mowing their lawn and you know, like these sort of things and like tell the truth, tell reality. One of our content for good initiatives is we travel the world seeking founders of amazing organizations. And we want people to see that these are heroes. These are giving, people giving up everything to help kids, to help animals, to help other people, to solve a problem with like, let's dr say drinking water. You know, it's like if we would pay a little bit more attention to them and maybe not so much the Kardashians, the world becomes a better place. So that's kind of where our content for good. We, we think good people need to be telling more stories and we think we need to be looking at a different type of hero. Mm -hmm. Amazing. You know, I am so grateful to God for making our path cross. You know why? Because my audience are going to benefit from this amazing insight of yours. Oh no, it's so beautiful, Tyler. Oh, thank you're doing it. Thank you. Thank you're doing you. Great job. <laughs> okay, so we've we got um, two more questions left. All right. So this hmm, says, your life's mission revolves around the belief that underdogs when successful, can change the world. Okay, can you share a story of an underdog you've encountered who is making a significant impact? You got that? You know, I know quite a few. Um, oh. I know quite a few, and maybe somebody could even say myself, but I'm going to use one that most everybody in the world knows, and that's going to be Dolly Parton. And I don't know if many people know, but Dolly Parton was raised extremely, extremely poor in like the hills of, I think, Tennessee or something along those lines. And now like the amount of work she does for charity and giving back is unparalleled, you know? And so that's why it's like one of my hippie hypothesis is if you bring people to success that experience these systems, then they want to change them. And I guess I, another way I can explain it is one of my partners in a uh, initiative that we have 
we have a new um, foundation that's helping uh, age out foster kids. So age out foster kids too, just to give you a stat, 90% of the um, people on death row in California are from the foster care system. 60% of the people that have been sex trafficked came from the foster care system. So it's a huge problem in this age out part where they kind of get kicked out of their house when they turn 18, they end up homeless, they end up on the streets, they end up in crime, you know, it's like, so we have a huge passion to help with this part. And one of my partners in that is a lady named Lisa Arnett, a beautiful human being, grew up in the foster care system, was in 20 different homes, you know, throughout her foster care experience. Um, her sister is in a documentary. Her sister was actually sex trafficked um, and like just horrible, horrible experiences. And now she is the biggest advocate in the U.S., in my opinion, for age out foster youth. And now we're starting a new foundation together. So yet another underdog that came from these horrible experiences. And not only that, but without her, we'd be lost. You know, I have some involvement with the foster care system, but Lisa will point out something that's seemingly so simple that is game changer. You know, on you have to get people that would bend in these systems to help change these systems because they know it better than anybody else. And that's why we need more underdogs making it out of them because they're the ones that can truly impact them better than any of us that are in the peripheral view of them. So that's so true. I got that. Okay, so the last question. It says that, what is the core message you would like to give to every aspiring entrepreneur or individual facing challenges to take away from your journey and initiative? Like the core message you would like to give. Did you get that? The, uh, the what that I like to keep, sorry? The core message. Like the, the oh, a core message. Yeah. Yeah. That you I think like. the throwback is. Yeah. yeah. I I think the throw, I think the throwback is making people realize that they can have anything they want to work for. Don't let the world tell you that entrepreneurs are any smarter than you. Don't let the world tell you that a doctor is any more hardworking than you. Don't let the world tell you that the lawyer, you know, has all the breaks, you know, you can do any of these things you want to do. And I think that's the core mission. And I call it seeing possible, right? It's like, if you get some kid that grew up in the ghetto around gangbangers, he's looking up to the gangbangers, right? And not only that, but he hasn't been around a doctor, a lawyer, an entrepreneur to know how normal these individuals are, right? So they think, he thinks they're like these beings from another world almost. And just like realize, take the message from me. You know, it's like, the, I work with them all the time, right? We have billionaires in here on a daily basis. We have rock stars, we have movie stars, you know, we have them around all the time and they're all normal people. But the common message is a lot of them will just work hard, right? Not all of them, some of them got lucky, but the yeah. ones that came from nothing, they work hard and they see it possible. And that's your path, right? So why talk to the ones, why talk about the ones that had everything that got them here? Because there's a lot of them that had nothing and they're still here. So what was the key factor? They believed, Believing's number one, and they worked hard for it. Mm. Working hard for it's number two. You can have anything you want. Make it up in time. Their advantages cannot beat your time advantage, right, if you're willing to use it right. Mm. Oh, beautiful. Okay, Tyler, so to round up with, um, let's say there was a piece of advice you'd like to give to the audience. What would that be? And let's say there was someone or some people who'd like to reach out to you Learn more about you. How can that be possible? 
Yeah, I'm super easy to access. Um, you can get me through my website at tyleruriah.com. Um, and that's kind of a hub for me. I always check my email. Um, the other way to easily, easily get in contact with me is message me on Instagram. I even dive into the junk mail uh, about every week to make sure there's nobody in there that needs my help. But whether you want to have a conversation on business, whether you want to have a conversation on life, you know, like if you're a bullied kid out there, we have a podcast for bullied kids. We do a lot with that. I am no psychologist, but I've learned a lot from doing our interviews. We have Underdogs, Bootstrappers, and Game Changers, which is a podcast that's directed at you. You'll notice quite often if you watch the um, podcast, I look into the camera quite often. I'm talking to you. You know, this message is for you. It is for the me of 16 years old. It is for the you of today. And I'm talking directly to you. This is wholly built for you. It's a 100% charity podcast, right? And so I'm bringing in each guest with the fact that we have one message we're trying to get to today one learning experience we're trying to get to today. We're trying to fill in for that rich uncle you don't have guiding you through business and life, right? So I want underdogs to have it. And so that's my key underlying message. It's like, I'm, I'm a supporter of underdogs and I'm a fighter of bullies, you know? And so like both of those causes I'm passionate about, they both lend into a million different things. A bully can be a small business getting bullied by a big business. A bully can be if you abuse an animal. A bully can be if you abuse a kid. You know, it's like a bully can be somebody walking down the street, you know, picking on people for no reason. You know, it's like my life comes down to those two things. And I'm glad to help with any um, anybody I can in in those areas. Right. It's like yeah. I have a gift at this point. I happen to know a lot about business and I use that as much as I can to help change the world. So beautiful. You know, Tyler, you're doing such a great job and I'm so happy about that. Thank you. God bless you. Okay, so Thank that's going to so be much. yeah, that's going to be the end of the show, Tyler. You've blessed me with so much insight, and I really appreciate that. Um, thank you for honoring the invite. It means a whole lot. Thank you. Honor to be here. Thank you so much. Thank you for tuning in to this incredible episode. Your support means the world to us, and we truly value you. We look forward to having you join us for the next episode. If you enjoyed what you heard, please consider rating and reviewing us on Apple Podcasts. Your feedback is greatly appreciated.